right, guys. So welcome back to the Fangirl Experience. I am Lena. I'm Tere. And we have a very special guest today. Kimmy, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. My name's Kimmy. I'm a K-pop fan and have been so for over, well, over 10 years now. I have run a couple of different K-pop websites, some K-pop discords, and, and I'm just a huge K-pop fan. So we're super excited to have her on today. But before we jump into today's topic, I want to switch it up. Usually we ask what you're currently listening to, but we're approaching the end of the year and everyone's end of the year on Spotify, if you use Spotify or Apple Music or just whatever the hell you've been listening to the most this year has come out. So I'm curious what you guys' list consisted of. Oh, I'm trying to think. For the full year, I'm not going to lie. I've been on a Super M came in of shiny mm-hmm. listening spree lately. I'm I'm really into his stuff. And um Little little bit of BTS, not gonna lie. They're 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 everywhere right now, so they got a lot of great stuff out. And oh, old school, a lot of old school, a lot of, a lot of Big Bang, Little Two Any One, some of CL stuff because she came out with a really awesome LP recently. Yeah, yeah. But I've definitely been listening to some old school stuff because uh, I've I've been missing the uh, the old school. Yeah. Well, I did my Spotify wrap up. And uh, my artist of the decade was Nicki Minaj. (laughs) (laughs) Not surprising. Not surprising, folks, right? You Um, know what, though? She's got some amazing music, so. Yeah. Uh, My top artist of the year was Anita, um, who's a Brazilian Mm -hmm. artist. And Got7 made my top artist. Also not surprising. Not surprising. On top of being an XOL, I am an I Got7. And so Got7 made it on there. And of course, XO. Oh, of course. Of course, XO. And to round out my top five were John Day and Beckett. (laughs) So So it was XO all all in there. That's a a very well-rounded top five. (laughs) Oh, and Chris Brown was on there too. Before I forget. <laughs> okay, I low-key have a bone to pick with Spotify about my top five. Because I feel like they lied to me. Um, what? I did. No, I feel like they lied to me. Because, okay. Number one on the top five was Dean. Not surprising. I love Dean. I legitimately worship anything that man touches. Um, yes, it was like Dean, Arctic Monkeys, Shiny. And then, like, all the way at the bottom, my number five was BTS. Mind you, EXO's nowhere in my top five. And I'm like, how, oh. Sway? <laughs> like, how is that even possible? And not to say that I don't love BTS and I don't listen to BTS, but I've most definitely listened to EXO a lot more than BTS in 2019. So much so that EXO was my top artist of the decade. So what the fuck? Why weren't they in my top five? Can I explain? <laughs> Why? Explain. <laughs> so let me explain something. You had Apple Music for the majority of the year until oh, recently. Shit. Oh. And you just started using... I just started using Spotify again. You just started using Spotify again. <sighs> 
And you, you little traitor, sat here and listened to BTS more on Spotify than you did EXO. She's been breaking out. Like, oh, I so, so if you were doing the Apple Music, that's where your EXO was coming from. Uh, exactly. And I was waiting until we got on air to explain it to her because I felt such joy. <laughs> oh, my God. Because <laughs> no, I told her last night, I was air. so mad. I was like, what the fuck? She was so mad, and I was sitting like, yeah, you little traitor, look at you. But yeah, but that's what happened, folks. She's She had Apple Music for a long time before this, and then she switched to Spotify. And well, no, no, I'm currently paying for both, and my bank account cries every month, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so on to today's topic. Similar to the previous week's topic where we discussed the artistry and legacy of Nikki, we want to do the same this week with switching from the queen of rap to the kings of k-pop so this week we're going to be talking about big bang and same thing kind of just breaking down their artistry their legacy and theorizing what we think is to come next and i think that's where a lot of people like fan wise are at it's kind of like okay well the kings are back. Like, your people want to know what's up. <laughs> like, what, what you doing? <laughs> like, we're waiting. Um, but I guess mm-hmm. starting off, we can each go around. Kim, you can start. Tell us when you first got into Big Bang. Oh, all right. This is, I'm going to, again, I'm going to show my age here. Um, all the way back in, like, 2010, a friend showed me um, G-Dragon's heartbreaker um and they were like oh you got to check this out he's like the male lady gaga and so i obviously i'm like what and so we watched it i'm like hey this is pretty good and then another friend you know he's part of a group what so and so forth we started watching lollipop and lollipop 2 and all of a sudden i saw tay song and i was like oh who this (laughs) and and I was like, you know what? I kind of want to look more into this. I was like, he's pretty. They're all pretty. They've got great voices. I'm loving this music. And so I kind of fell down the rabbit hole. Mm. And um, the rabbit hole continued, and I haven't d- dug myself back out yet. <laughs> You're happy. That's literally what it comes down to. You can blame <laughs> Lollipop 2. I didn't even know there was a Lollipop 2. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. The thing is, Lollipop is with Big Bang in 21. Yeah. Lollipop 2 is just Big Bang. Oh. So, oh, my gosh. I could sing the whole song for you. I literally, for the longest time, I just would walk around, lolly, 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 pop, la. And I'm like, stop. Stop. <laughs> People are going to think you're crazy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, all the way back in 2010, I fell down the rabbit hole. And thanks to Wikipedia, YouTube, and a whole bunch of friends who were like, yes come to the dark side <laughs> i i got into involved in k-pop yeah i feel like so. k-pop is that rabbit hole that it's like you're kind of like i could climb out but it's kind of nice down here like I did, it, it is you know what we we got great music down here i don't need I'm to go saying. anywhere it's legit like the it meme it's like we got pretty sparkly boys down here come down right. <laughs> like like that's that's how they'll get me just dangle john day and i'll be like i'm coming down there (laughs) see i i i just enjoy like i can close my eyes and whether i understand everything they're saying or i don't it's great music and you can feel the emotion and i love that yeah yeah most definitely 
I actually, my fave groups, it's always like this roundabout way that I got into them. It's never like, hey, listen to this. And I'm like, all right, sure. I'm <laughs> hard-headed. So usually when people are like, Alina, do this, I'll be like, yeah, I'll do it later. Like, <laughs> and then I never do it. So when I got it's into like, don't you dare tell me what to do. Exactly. That's her life motto. It's like, I do what I want, <laughs> when I want. <laughs> like, you know what? But where you're meant to fall, you fall. And if you're meant to fall into that K-pop group, which obviously you did, it will happen. Yeah, exactly. So Go when I it. first got into K-pop, obviously everyone's like, big bang, big bang, big bang. And at the time... I actually got into K-pop through a K-drama. And then the lead singer of Beast was in said K-drama. So I started listening to Beast. And then I realized, I found out later through all of my Wikipedia stalking, that one of the members of Beast used to oh, be in Big Oh, I see Bang. where this is going. So I was like, wait, what the fuck? So that's how <laughs> I started listening to Big Bang. It was around like... 2015 or whatever. So I got into Big Bang kind of late. Well, I got into K-pop pretty late. Um, but I got into Big Bang pretty late. So all of their like iconic shit was already out. So like, of course, Fantastic Baby was out. And bitch, I saw Fantastic Baby and that was it. I was like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And then I saw Top with that blue hair. And I was like... He stood in that portrait, and you're like, he is a work of art. That is appropriate. Yes. I was like, oh, my (laughs) God. People are right. These men are gods. Like, what the fuck? And legit, I've never stopped with Big Bang. I'm just like, okay. I I get it. I understand now. (laughs) That's it. It's crystal clear now. Exactly. Wait, it was all that. that was Fantastic it. Baby is the song, though. It is the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to agree with Just, that. Not to interrupt you, but it is the song. Like, yeah. yeah, I can show that to anyone, and everyone's like, "All right, it's this, I get it. This is pretty cool." And I'm like, "Thank you, thank yeah. you for validating yeah. my." I mean, every group <laughs> has that one song, that one music video where you show it to them, and they're like, "Oh, okay, I get it. This is it." Yeah, like I understand yeah. now. Like, but I think Fantastic, Fantastic Baby, Baby is one of the best songs to ever show people who like don't like K-pop. Like they'll sit there and be like, "What is this?" or whatever, and then you play Fantastic Baby, and they'll be like, "Oh, like you know." I've course, had non-K-pop fans yeah. know Fantastic Baby. They're like, "I like that." Mm-hmm. Song. Oh, same, same, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've also had. I I I've played some of Taeyong's English songs to people who like I hate K-pop I hate all that and then I play Taeyong songs like oh this is pretty good who's saying this and I'm like your turn so this is where I admit that I'm not the hugest VIP so like I've always said in every episode I've, I have Big Bang on my playlist and I've listened to Big Bang and I respect them because I'm like yo their talent is cannot be denied or anything like that so I didn't really mm-hmm. have like a story of which is like I got into Big Bang it was like you have to listen to Big Bang because they're Big Bang like what's wrong with you because my K-pop story started back all the way when Boa did that English album oh that my was, gosh that was such a good album Eat Me Up that was such a good song yeah that's where I started with K-pop with her you know, I'm 
officially SM trash. Like, let's let's be completely <laughs> real. <laughs> like, and everything. Like, I know all the big songs. I love GD. Like, GD ROD is like, like legit. Y'all don't understand my my love affair with that song. Like, how many times I've played it. How many times is like, where is my ride or die (laughs) wait wait but who do you love when he does ride or die rod who do you prefer him to duet with i actually like cl on it so Mm, yes thank you thank you i thought she was so good with that i mean they're all good but she was energy together that it's just like i think it's because they're friends yeah is their friend this uh there's already like a connection there so it's easy to believe behind the words of the song because they're friends it like is. but so, then again yeah. but then again i mean he's friends with lydia too who did yeah. the original yeah but i'm just saying lydia was really good but so there's something about cl and him doing it live that is just like fire and of course i love fantastic baby like honestly i remember mm-hmm. one of my fondest memories of fantastic baby is the fact that me and one of my coworkers who Kimmy is friends with my old coworker Teresa sat there played fantastic baby before our holiday party oh my gosh <laughs> blasted it in the office <laughs> i was like just cuz i was like i'm putting this on and we just had our own <laughs> little party like honestly big bang I, I give all respect to, like, I really, really love those guys. And plus the fact that I feel a type of way because Big Bang actually, like, did one of their videos at this place that I used to hang out all the time. The wait, wait, are you talking about Bad Boy? <laughs> yup. <laughs> right there in Brooklyn. Right there in Brooklyn. You hang out on those that street? Yes. Oh, hookah. my God. There's a hookah lounge right there. And I used to oh. go there with my friends all the time. And, like, I was just, like, I know that street. Plus, like, there's another store that my friends have done album release parties over there. Shout out to World's Fed. Um, They've done album release parties out there. And I'm, like, that's the same street. Like, like I have this whole memory of this street. And I'm, like, Big Bang was here? <laughs> like. Now you, check, now you share it with Big Bang. <laughs> After the fact. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> the minute I sat there and I was like, it, I was like, bitch, is that Brooklyn? <laughs> Mind you, it's like three whole years after the music video. And I'm like, Big Bang, how dare you? Really? No. Oh my gosh. I met them when they came off the plane into Queens. Wow. What? <laughs> like, I've actually got a video of me, like, like they came walking through and like I handed my card to Tae Song and like said thank you very much and he bowed his head and took the card for me. I have the video. Like somebody actually recorded it and then like they were all walking and then um like we were all like where's somebody where's somebody and then it turned out because he hadn't been feeling well like he was behind everyone else and like kind of coming up the rear and like snuck in we're like where'd he go and like it was so funny it was so <laughs> funny. So they're often referred to as the kings of K-pop. I. I've surpassed kings because I'm like, y'all are just gods. Big so, Bang is the upper echelon. Pretty much. Pretty much. They're like, again, they're the first thing that you hear about when you get into K-pop. Other than the group that initially got you into K-pop. They, they have cemented themselves enough into popular culture that if you get anywhere involved in K-pop, you're going to hear about them. There is no getting around it. Exactly. That's, like They've just cemented themselves into K-pop history. End yeah. of story. 
Yeah. And I feel like even people who don't listen to K-pop know Big Bang. Like, they'll sit there and be like, oh, yeah, I don't listen to K-pop, but I know Big Bang. Exactly. But just for my listeners, again, who, unless you've spent the last decade under a rock, the world's <laughs> largest, heaviest, densest rock, <laughs> and you have absolutely no idea who the hell Big Bang is, <laughs> which, dude, um... <laughs> She's going to give you a rundown. Quick rundown on who Big Bang is, are, were, okay. Big Bang debuted under YG Entertainment in 2006. And fun fact, they were actually initially meant to be a duo of just GD and Taeyang. Um, But Papa YG was like, nah, let's just do a boy group. And there were originally six members to Big Bang and it was actually documented like last couple months leading up to their debut where they were still kind of making cuts. Um, so it was GD of course being the leader it was T.O.P. or Top um, being the eldest and one of the lead rappers it was Taeyang who's the main vocalist Daesung also a main vocalist and Songri who was supposed to be the main dancer but also Zhang Hyungsung who was also supposed to be a vocalist. He was ultimately eliminated before debut, um, but then went on to be the lead vocalist for Beast, who is now goes by Highlight due to Cube's fuckery. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck Cube Entertainment, okay, period. All right, like, um, but yeah, so Hyang Sung leaves, they go on as, five members um they again like i said debuted in 2006 they had like success they weren't great until the following year when they dropped lies um and that's the song that really kind of catapulted them into the charts um but it wouldn't be until later on when yg kind of gave them a little bit more creative freedom and they were able to move away from that kind of rap R&B kind of box that they were fit into. Mm-hmm. And they went a little bit more electronic, a little bit more pop. And at the time, like the early 2010s, that's what was really in in Asia. So that's really what got them as popular as they are. Brief breakdown on the members again, in case you've just... Still under that rock. I'm saying. Um, <laughs> so Big Bang consists of five members. There is G-Dragon or GD or Kwon Jeon. Um, also often referred to as the king of K-pop because the man legit does everything. Oh my songwriter. gosh, does he do everything? I'm saying. Singer, songwriter, rapper, composer, producer. And that's just the music. He's done choreography before, too. And he's also a child prodigy. Like, GD actually started out in dance. With SM. Yeah. And then he started off as an SM trainee. But he ended up coming out of the training with SM. And then when he was around, like, 12 or 13, he got noticed by YG for his rapping. Um, Then he... uh, Oh, I'm sorry. There was like an alarm sound, so I stopped. I was like, wait, is that a fire alarm? Do I have to leave? <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> but uh yeah, so 
once he um got you know once he started talking to some of the yg um you know recruits he then let his childhood friend top which uh sung Hyun, that's his actual name just sung Hyun. um <laughs> Oh, I, yeah, Chae Sung-hun. Yeah. I, I forgot for a quick second. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he actually let him know at the top. At the time, Top was um, an underground rapper going by the name Tempo. Um, and mm-hmm. same thing. He he ended up becoming a trainee with YG. Taeyang at... It took a couple tries, though. Yeah. Top got turned away. He got turned away... He, he impressed YG, but YG told him um, he had to lose weight because at the time he was considered too big or in Y, you know, in K-pop yeah. terms. And so he, I think he, he worked out and like did a whole bunch of stuff for a couple months and he went back and YG went, okay, we'll take you now. So it took him two, two or three tries. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But um, was it uh, Taeyang was also a trainee. He and GD started training at the same time. Um, and it, so I'm trying to think, and then Daesung and Sungri got added on later. If I'm, if, if I have the history right. <laughs> yes, yes, you're right. Though, fun fact, Taeyong was a, um, child actor. Mm. Really? Yep. Yeah. Um, if you go back and look, he plays a bully in a Korean, um, film and he he decided he wanted to do music. He didn't want to do acting, and that's how he became a trainee. And he wanted to be a rapper. He didn't want to be a singer. And I'm going to say, oh, I forgot who it was. Another singer. I think it was uh, Wee Sung. Um, he happened to be one of the, one of the like, elder producers or a singer. That, uh, again, I think Wee Sung was it. Um, he walked by, and he heard someone singing, like, beautifully in a practice room he's like who is that and he ripped the door open and it was Taeyong and he's like what are you doing rapping your voice is amazing and they switched him over to singing because for the longest time they thought he was going to be a rapper and it turns out his gift was in singing right god bless that (laughs) so yeah so he was gonna could you imagine Taeyong is just a rapper Like you can't Did see you my face. Laugh? I heard no, that. No, like you can't see my face, Kim, right now, because I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like laughing at her face. That was me that laughed because I'm laughing at her face because she's just like her mouth all open. Like, <laughs> like no, oh my no. God. A voice like Tang needs. Hey, yeah, to... random fun facts you learn when you dive too deep into the Big Bang <laughs> rabbit hole. But this is exactly why we needed Kimmy on this episode. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that, and I'm really shocked. Like, boy, you and a, another not... fun fact with. Okay, no, Song also he trained at a school and when YG was looking for trainees, he auditioned through his vocal school. And um his uh I believe his parents had paid for a little bit, but um they were against him being a singer. So mm-hmm. his teacher wound up like doing extra for him and helping him and then after he got into YG, it it's in the documentary, but it took a whole lot for his father to approve because his uncle tried to be a singer and failed at being a singer. So they were convinced 
you can't make it a singer. They didn't want their son going down the same route. And so his father was wholeheartedly against it until he saw what Big Bang was doing, how, how like invested YG was. And there's a whole episode of it in the documentary and he winds up changing his mind and being okay with it. But for the longest time, mm. his, his parents were completely against it. And it actually caused him uh, a lot of problems because he had to go to school and keep his grades up and do all this extra stuff. Cause they were like, no, you can't quit because we're not, you know, the singing's not going to work out. And it was a whole big oh. thing. That's sad, but that's actually pretty common in K-pop, though. There are a lot of it artists. Is, it is. Yeah, a it lot can, of artists yeah. whose families don't want them to pursue music because it was the same thing with Suho and Exo. Yeah. His parents did not want him to to be in the entertainment industry at all. Unlike John mm-hmm. parents who bribed him. Some parents are against thing. it. Some don't care, and some are for it. I mean, it's each their own, but. For, it can it can cause a lot of tr- you know problems and trouble when you know you you're you're doing it all alone there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? Everything worked out. Thank God. <laughs> you know what? What 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 what's gonna happen is gonna happen. And Tae Sung was meant to sing. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He has a gorgeous voice. They're all just every super duper. Every talented. time he sings, mm-hmm. every time he sings, I just get like this warmth. Like, like from, from, from my chest up to my head. And it's just like, you know, like you can feel the emotion and, and it always like brightens my day. It makes me feel warm and happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, and then we have little Sungmi at the time. Oh yeah. We had little Sungmi, which I always felt, okay. When I got into Big Bang, right. Okay. So at that point, mm-hmm. Big Bang wasn't really dancing anymore. Mm-hmm. They'd reach <laughs> Big yeah. Bang and dancing. Oh, you're funny. Okay, all saying, right, we're going yeah. down this road. Big Bang cut that dancing shit out real quick. Like they, like, <laughs> I can I admit that I've never seen Big Bang dink, dance. Exactly, I've never seen him. Exactly. How about I didn't know that Bang 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 actually has choreography. This choreography. <laughs> there is choreography to Bang Bang Bang. Is that what they were doing in Weekly Idol? Like, uh-huh, that's the, yeah. Bang, bang, bang. Um, that week, can I just point out, that weekly idol, when they start playing some of the old music, GD looks up like he has, has no idea what, what's being played. <laughs> I did He's like, that. wait, we had a dance to this? Yeah, yeah. I remember watching that episode of Weekly Idol, and I'm like, what are they doing? They don't dance. Exactly. Like, I felt like Big Bang was completely different. Like, I didn't consider Big Bang a boy group. Like, I consider them a band of sorts. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just like, they're different from boy groups. Because to me, like, I come from a place of Backstreet, sync and stuff like that. And I was used to groups like EXO. That mm-hmm. Big Bang was, to me, separate and apart. <laughs> like, yeah. I just felt like Big Bang was this, like, this is different. They They come off and they are... They're like individual artists. They're they're like a collective. Yeah, yeah. They're a collective of artists. And you got that vibe from them. At least I did straight out the minute I got into them. Especially because by then, a lot of their individual careers had already taken right. off. You know, GD had already had, what, two solo albums by the time I'd gotten into him. I think Rise had just dropped from Taeyang. Top was acting. Daesung, he had his Japanese promotion. Songri had 
Okay, I had only listened to Strong Baby by Songree. I ain't even gonna front. Um, which, no, I love Strong Baby. That is my shit, okay? But, you know, but even, but even then, it's like, and Songree was doing his own thing too. So they always came off as we're individual artists yeah, yeah. who come together and make music. Yeah, I didn't have a label for Big Bang. Like, to me, Big Bang was something completely different like because you know you do have boy bands that don't dance you know you have jonas and whatever but that still was a big bang like that wasn't the box yeah I put big like big bang was like i don't know i guess there I is kinda, no box for big Bang. like there is no box for big bang i think i put like big bang up so high it's so separate from everything else like music wise in general yeah. not just in k-pop but just like okay, these guys, like, I'm like, these guys are special. And they're, they're different. It was just like... It's like, this is K-pop and this is Big Bang. Exactly. It was like, like, I know that they're part of K-pop, but I'm like, they're like... I don't want to say better. That's not the word that I'm they're, looking they're, for. They're, they're, they're separate. They did their own thing. They did something different than what we saw anyone else doing yeah. at the time. And it just, there's no label to put on that. Exactly. Yeah. Even going back to Fantastic Baby, if you look at K-pop music videos before Fantastic Baby, they were completely different. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because even Billboard just put out this list of like the top 100 music videos that changed the decade and fantastic baby was on that because before that k-pop was still kind of still in that like second gen we have a set and we're dancing in said set yeah yeah you know Fantastic Baby was the first thing that was just like okay we actually have some shit to say like we're going with the awesome imagery and the fashion and the colors and like mm-hmm. yeah like it just fantastic baby completely changed the game and i think that was when it was kind of like oh okay like mm-hmm. we're fucking with some real artistry right now <laughs> like like this like k-pop who this this is art bitch <laughs> like this this was funny because i totally agree with that like you didn't feel like you were just watching a music video even other videos of theirs you're just like okay it's like a movie yeah exactly or like or like we like to party we like to party you felt like you're watching someone's home video from like their vacation exactly yeah Yeah. exactly and it was it was super cute especially watching them like run around like loonies and drink and sing and oh my gosh that was so much fun to watch have you guys, speaking of great music videos, have you watched GD's She's Gone? Oh my gosh. It's it's from the Kiss concert, but if you watch, wow, it's fantastic. He's literally, like, he plays this really dark character who chases a girl around a maze, but it's like a whole thing. It's really cool. Yeah, see, and that's what I mean. Like, that's artistry. It's like I was saying in the Nikki episode, there are performers and then there are artists. Yeah, that's where Big Bang is. Mm-hmm. They're artists because mm-hmm. not for nothing, no one's gonna sit here and think about doing that for a live performance, but GD, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. And then when Big Bang does it, you're like, oh, oh, it does. Oh, I see. I get it. And like, yeah. and then you're like, okay, now I, I understand how this works. Yeah, or even something like what is it? Like the music video for Bebe. That music 
music video was honest to God, the like most raunchy thing ever. But it's like, unless you were like, unless you looked for it, you wouldn't notice it. You know, like, it's just like. The, the Im- it was in the imagery. Exactly. So it's like, it's their way of being like, yeah, like, we're going to put out a 19 plus video, but we not going to get banned, though. Like, you ain't even going to know. GD's whole part and Top's whole part made me go, wait a minute. Like, made Hold you, your horses. Made you, like, grab your pearls real quick. You, like, hold on. <laughs> like, did he just, did, what? Like, <laughs> You you had a moment where you're like, I need to watch that again. What just happened? Exactly. They just, they did different things. They tried something. They worked. They didn't stay in a box. They pushed outside that box. Exactly. And, they, and you know what? Part of that was, and as much as I'm not a fan of YG in recent years, um, YG giving them the chance to do that. Yeah. YG yeah. gave them a certain amount of artistic control over their own stuff, which not a lot of artists can say they have. Yeah, But it was thanks to that going on that they were able to kind of explore and push boundaries and say, why don't we try doing this? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, had, I, I have mentioned that in a previous episode that YG came off as that kind of company that's like, we're going to give you the space to yeah. do what you want to do to make music how you want to make music. Yeah, and it's very commendable. And you're right, you don't see that in a lot of companies. Like, you're seeing it more now. Yeah. And I think most Mm -hmm. recently with artists like BTS, where Big Hit is kind of just like, all right, do you? And it's working. I think it's coming away from a formula and letting people see what works because the formula is failing. You got to let the artist be the artist and not be this cookie cutter thing that you know that you create because you tell them to act a certain way and sing a certain way and do a certain thing like let them be them and you will be rewarded yeah it's having faith in your artists but you know what i find funny throughout this whole thing is that the reason why most people looked up to yg was because they felt he had the formula because of big Bang's success yeah, mm. and I'm sitting here like Big Bang did what they did. I it's, always feel like YG is the house that Big Bang built. Yeah, no, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, I feel if it wasn't for Big Bang's success, we wouldn't be looking to YG before, not now. Because yeah. nobody YG here is YG did some great <laughs> things. YG had groups like One Time and yeah. Big Mama and some great groups prior, but no groups that really put them on the map. And then all of a sudden they made Big Bang and Big Bang exploded. Figurative, literally, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, They went from being in the basement of of a building complex to having their own building. And I mean, they're in the process of finishing a new building now. And since Big Bang came out, they had groups like 21, Icon, Winner, Blackpink. Like, it's created a whole new wave of, you know, everything and Big Bang started it because without Big Bang, YG'd still be in the basement of that original complex. Let's be honest. Right. Exactly. That's exactly how I feel. And then there's the thing that Big Bang got was given freedom to do what they wanted to do. So that whole idea of YG having a formula for success, like, falls to the wayside. But I think people chose to ignore that whole aspect let's of, just be honest yg got lucky yg got lucky that he found the right people oh at the my right god time. i just 
Kimmy, we are so here. Because I just said that the last episode. I was like, YG got lucky when it came to Big Bang. And he got lucky again with 21. Let's let's be yeah. real. Oh, and Blackpink. And he got lucky with Winner and I got like, like as much as he does the shows and the, you know, the next group's going to be about it. If the group doesn't mesh well, it's not going to happen. And he got lucky. And he's gotten lucky a bunch of times. I mean, we won't talk about recent events, but he's gotten lucky with a whole slew of stuff. And I just, he's he, up until recently, he was one of the luckiest guys I've ever seen. Yeah. But yeah. It, you cannot say he created a person because yeah. the person's their own person. So Yeah, it's not a clear, like, he didn't create this whole concept. He didn't sit here and be like, this is the group I'm looking to build. Right. Like, sitting there and giving YG the power of saying, I created G-Dragon. Exactly. It's like, no. G-Dragon was going to be G-Motherfucking Dragon without YG. Yeah, Regardless. YG was just the money and the company behind it. That's what it was. YG had the money and the company and and the supplies to help facilitate the dream. And this is why I feel like going forward in the future, Big Bang with the members we have left and everything should have the ability to write their own check to sit here and move forward because they've paid their dues they've proven that they can do these things so they should be able to have in their own studio having their own label choosing to do individual projects or whatever that's what I'm curious about. I'm curious to see where we're going for the future. I have what I think is going to happen. I've got my ideas and my theories and my thoughts. But we're at a turning point now where they've got to decide, are they staying with YG? Are they not? Are they going to make their own label? Are they not? Are they going to stay together as a group? Are they going to go solo? Are they going to stay together as a group but do like Shinwa where they do like one album a year together and then do solo the rest of the year? Like, Mm -hmm. they kind of have to feel things out and decide. And we're just reaching a point where they're now all settling down and kind of starting to figure things out. I mean, (laughs) GD came out of the military, and the first thing he did was was do that collaboration with Nike and made, like, buku bucks because, you know, everyone had to have those shoes. GD came out the military and was straight up about his bag. Like, he was like, yeah, okay, fine, I'm back. You gonna buy my sneakers, though? Like, (laughs) this collab coming out. I'd like to point out how they have those the top male and female K-pop artists ranking every month, Mm -hmm. you know, by based on like, you know, all the different things. GD breathed and he was like back up at number two. Yeah. Like he didn't release music. He didn't go to any events. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, look, GD's back at the top of the rankings. Look at that. Technically, most of the other members, while they're not in the top like 10 to 20, most of the other members are also ranking. Like, I saw Taeyong in there, I saw Taesong in there, and I think Top is there a little bit, though Top's going to have a bit more of a rougher time of things because there was other things going on there. But honestly, if they chose to stay together as a group, I don't see why it couldn't happen. I think VIPs have been over and over and over again that they will sit there and be there. Given even recent events, I think for the rest of the group, they'll stand by them. And VIPs are a constant fandom that I always see, regardless of right. what Big Bang mm-hmm. was doing, even when Big Bang was on hiatus. For forever. Like, 
VIPs is like, I'm present, I'm here. <laughs> like, like, we're waiting. And they've always said, they've always said, VIPs are a quiet fandom. What we do is when Big Bang's promoting, we are there in force. We're always yeah. constant. We're, we're at the events, we're buying the tickets, we're buying the merch, we're part of everything. And then when Big Bang goes on hiatus, Big Bang's taking a break, Big Bang's doing other things, or they're in between albums, we like kind of slink back and go back to our everyday lives and do what we need to do. And we kind of just keep an eye out. And then as soon as they come back, we, you know, come out of the woodwork again because it's it's about, well, we reached a point where the boys are between their late 20s and early 30s. I've seen accounts of VIPs are like, I was in high school when you premiered. I'm now like, you know, I've got a full-time job. I'm married and I have a kid. Like, they don't have the time to be there constantly. But when, when it counts, they're there. They're, and they're still fans. I think that's the important thing. Like, I've always liked VIPs as a fandom. It's just, like, I'm here for my boys. Also, I've never seen them be, like, the kind of blind, like, I love my opa and that's it. Like Yeah. VIPs are always multi-fandom. <laughs> and I love any person who can sit there and openly be like, yeah, I'm a VIP, but I'm also an XOL. And I'm also this and I'm also that. And I'm like, yes. Oh, oh I'll be the first to admit multi-fandom because you know what? The point is when Big Bang's not promoting or another group's not promoting, you kind of got another group to lean on. <laughs> but back to... um. What's, what's next? Yeah, what's next? I, just my own kind of personal beliefs and theories here. I do think that now that all of the boys are out of the military, uh, I feel like we're probably going to hear something soon. Like, I feel like they've all been relatively quiet. Like, because think about it, beyond, like, Top being in, you know, the art scene and GD and this collab and when Tang decides to post gym selfies. Um, he did. He posted oh, a selfie at the Taesong. gym. I started, seeing, I started seeing social media posts of Taesong, like like wanted posters, like missing young, <laughs> uh, young Korean 29-year-old or whatever it was, like, you know, <laughs> uh, what is it? He's, he's like 5'11", missing oh since, and then his release date, you know, is it a picture of him in his military outfit? You know, if found, please bring back. And I was like, Oh my gosh, stop. Yes, we all oh miss them. But do you notice we got do you notice we got more updates about Tay Song while he was in the military than when he's not in the military? Right. Which is funny because we're supposed to hear nothing about them when they're in the military, but we got more updates of Tay Song in the military than mm. when he's not. Yeah. Yeah. He's like fallen off the face of the earth in the last month. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I feel like they've been relatively quiet beyond their own personal you know, promotions and what they want to share, like in regards to what the hell they're going to do, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like now that they're all out of the military, Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. know, like, I I feel like, I feel we're going to get something. Well, let's... Top has kind of like, kind of left a little tiny bit of a clue because I feel like, remember in a comment or something, he like, may mention of like, well, you know, wait and see what happens or or like he's like he's getting very starting to get active again with his replies and stuff like that. Yeah. And then he also posted um it said two thousand nineteen and then it had what looked like a caterpillar and then it had an arrow and it said two thousand twenty yeah. and had a butterfly. Mm-hmm. So I'm like I'm like, all right, all right, I'm 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 getting my hopes up now. <laughs> well let's let's say okay. In your perfect world, what would happen? In oh, my- in my perfect world, we we would have a comeback like the first half of next year, with the whole group, with with all of them, with all five. 
perfect world with this stuff that's happened and gone down and everything else not having happened? Yes. Yeah. With what we're currently looking at, we're looking at four right now. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the reality of things where I can't make any assumptions or guesses about what's going to be settled and how things are going to be settled. I also wasn't at certain things that went down or may have not went down. Mm-hmm. So I can't make any comments or really guesses with, you know, with our fifth member there. Um, am I, will I always support five members because of the history there, because of what they were, what they meant to me for the longest time because of the music and the concerts and everything. Yeah. Oh, I love all five members. I support all five members but we're looking at a reality in the last year and a half that things are changing and things are not what we may have originally thought they were or how they were. And it's going to stand to be proven exactly what comes out of this because what's happening right now in K-pop is unprecedented. Things are happening that we've never seen happen before. And I love all five members. I want to support all five members for what they were and how they were and what they meant to me. But we're also in a place where things are changing in perfect world. Yes. I want five in the world we're looking at. We're at four. That's literally what it comes down to. (laughs) I think in, in my ideal situation and I'm going to go back to something that Tang said around the time that they were dropping made which was he said how he felt like made was going to be the last album that big bang did together. And I'm like, if made was big bang's last album, then I'm good. Cause made, was I can understand that. Oh yeah. No, I like, I'm like, Oh, yes. it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. So if made is the last big bang album, then fine. If they, but going forward, I think ideally I would love for them to have a situation that EXO is having right now where they're having conversations and not to sit here and start rumors or to scare any XOL out here, but they're currently having the conversations of if we decide to leave or if we decide to stay, we're going to stay together. And that's what I want for Big Bang. I want if they decide to stay with YG... They're going to do it together. If they decide, yo, we like we have our careers are made. Let's let's leave this. Let's stay together. Let's start our own shit. Fine. But I want them to stay together because the big thing that I honestly can see them staying together no matter which way it goes. I see them staying together because I see if GD chooses something, I can see Taeyang going with it or vice versa. I can see Top wanting to stay with it. And Taeyang, I mean... (laughs) They're family. I honestly, I honestly believe that they're family. They have been through too much, had too much go on. They have faced too much. They have a a history that started in 2000, even before 2006. That's when they debuted, but they've been trainees since before then. So like they've been together longer than like some siblings. (laughs) It's true though. That's why it's funny. But if you think about it, think about it this way. If they were old enough to have a kid when they debuted, their kid would be a teenager right now. Damn. Their kid, they, we're talking like a 13, 14 year old kid here. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm saying so ideally. There's a. Yeah. I think honestly, 
no matter what happens. And even if, because Big Bang's not the type to sit there and be like, we're going to make some grand statement or whatever. It's probably just going to be like, yeah, we're just going to drop some music and it's still going to be under YG. And we're going to find out because the song's going to fucking drop. Like, that's it. Like, you know? I see. I can see Top just all of a sudden being like, oh, by the way, on Instagram, here's my mixtape. Bye. And then we're just like, whoa, what? What? What just happened here? Exactly. Top's going to pull a whole Beyonce and just be like, there you go, bitches. Well, in my ideal world, I would love for Big Bang to move to the island of misfit toys that is P-Nation. P-Nation. And I would love for Psy to give them their own label under P Nation. I would love that. Listen, my whole thing was when Psy left YG, I was like, like, I was like, there's a reason. And then Psy has proven that, yo, I know talent. Y'all don't want this talent, but I want this talent. And I think, honestly, that if Big Bang went to P Nation and had their own label underneath P Nation, I think that would be amazing. The world wouldn't be ready. Like, honestly. I think there's, where where I can see that. I just, I feel, again, I feel like we're in a world where things that are going on with that group are so, it's never happened before. So it's, it's like near impossible to even guess where things could go because we've never seen, it's not like past groups where they, Oh, they get out of the military, they release something, then they kind of form their own label and do that. Like, this is not, uh, it's not, this is not your mother's K-pop. You know, this this is is all new. Cause that's exactly what super junior did. They all came out of the military. Then they, now they have label SJ, which is still a subsidiary under SM, but it's theirs. You know, and that's usually the route that most groups, like you said, take because Shinwa did the exact same thing. Right, right. So Big Bang is they're they're an anomaly. They are. They're they they're... are and other groups didn't have the stuff that has happened in the last year and a half with a member and other things that went down and some of the other troubles and, and victories and struggles and they haven't had the same stuff happen and until we see another group have that happen or figure out what big bang does we don't have anything to base it off of i think honestly they also have other issues like with the fact that gd doesn't own his own name oh don't even get me started yeah I've, i've heard that going we don't know for sure but as of now there's rumor going around that if him and Taeyong leave YG, they have to lose their name. But there hasn't been any comment from YG about if that's real or not. Yeah, I have a big issue with that because not for nothing, Jiyoung stands for GD. It stands for G-Dragon. Like his name mm-hmm. is literally G-Dragon. So I'm like, mm-hmm. what, what the fuck are you going to do? You going to sue his mother? The point is the stage name G-Dragon. I don't know for sure, but they may own the yeah, stage which, name. Which, I mean, it's not possible. Like I said, we saw Cube do it to Beast. Cube mm-hmm. sat there and told Beast, all right, fine, go ahead. I wish you all the best of luck. But if you want to leave, you can't keep that name. But here's the thing. Like you just said, it. it's his name. At the end of the day, he has legal standing to sit there and say, this is the name I was born with. I don't know what would happen to Tae Yang or, or whatever. But this is my name. 
Like, this is my name. It's a separate entity outside from me being just an artist, but this is also the name that was given to me by my mother. Like, certain things, you could copyright the whole world doesn't mean that the copyright is going to stand all the time. Like... I wonder if you should pull, like, a Prince thing and be, like, the artist formerly known known as as G-Dragon. I want to pull a Tina Turner and be like, listen, you can take everything from me, but that is my name. I worked hard for that name, so give me my name. Like, I want him to be like, that. that's my name. Like, this my shit, sir. (laughs) Like, fuck you. (laughs) Like, this is my name. I worked hard for that. 2020 is going to be a very pivotal year for the group. Both individually, as a group, personally. So everyone wants to see what's going to happen because it's like they've come back from everything else. How are they going to come back from this? Now, since this might end up being the first episode of 2020. Yeah. This is going to be the first episode of 2020. I want predictions for k-pop favorite groups what do you think is going to happen in the future we don't know but what we hope for in the upcoming year you know because it's the end of a decade this year who wants to start (laughs) Mm, all right i i got some ideas my prediction is we will get solo music from from the members of big bang um i see taesong doing more in the form of japanese solo but we have to see because he's he's been more popular in Japan and he seems to feel more comfortable there. But I see the rest of them doing Korean releases. I also see the group in some way, as long as they stay together, doing some type of group release. As for my other favorite group, Shiny, um, I definitely, because the, the, the ones who are in the military are supposed to be released this year, um, I definitely see them doing um, a group comeback. Even Taemin um, at a recent event has, has, um, has kind of dangled a little clue in front of everybody and said, you know, by the way, we've been working, we had worked on stuff, we have ideas, please wait for us. And so Shiny's got something up their sleeve. And I'm hoping we get more solo music from them as well. But I know they've got something group going on in the background. But those are my two favorite groups. So that's what, that's, those are the ones I follow close enough to be like, this is what I think. Let me see. Okay. EXO predictions. So... We currently have two members in the military. Suho goes into the military this year, which, Jesus. She not ready. I'm not ready for that. Um, <laughs> I am not. I am not ready for Suho to go to the military. It's all right. I, I may have sobbed when I saw the Big Bang members go in, so it's okay. I have yeah. understand. But yeah, so we have some members going into the military, and I think with military... It's kind of like the beautiful thing and like the sucky thing because it's like you lose your fate for two years. But at the same time, it gives the other members time to explore themselves creatively. You know, we've gotten two solo albums out of Chen. We've gotten a solo mm-hmm. album out of Beckin. You know, we've gotten a subunit out of Chanyol and Sahun. And now Suho's talking about dropping something solo. Kai is doing he, a solo. He's doing a solo. And we got Super M with Beckin and Kai and Taemin. It gives the other members space to explore creatively. So I think like we're definitely going to get some more solo projects. Zhangde will probably give us like five more albums before he goes to the damn military um definitely gonna get something from becky and we're gonna get probably more acting from chanyol and all the other members so looking forward to that 
Um, BTS is going to continue to take over the fucking world and annoy me low-key. Um, even though they're so talented, it makes me so, like, annoyed. But... They're so freaking amazing. So I, I, I can't with it's their music. It's irritating how talented they are. <laughs> you know? They just, they just blink and you're like, wow, that was beautiful. Do it again. Like... <laughs> I'm hope I'm hoping to get more solo projects from RM and Suga. Because RM's first solo album, I still listen to that album. That's right up there with Dean. I will listen to that album from start to finish. It was so amazing. And I feel like really underrated for the time that it came out. Because mm. no one was really looking at him as like a rapper. And then he dropped that and it was like, oh shit. And then Suga's solo album, look, Suga's mixtape. Had me all the way fucked up. Okay, that album was so good, and J Hope's mixtape was really great. So I'm hoping that we can get more solo stuff. I'm hoping to get more acting from V. V right now is currently the only member who really acts. He's one really good at it and has a really big passion for it. So I'm hoping for that. I'm just hoping for a lot more solo stuff, a lot more group stuff. Obviously, they're gonna continue to perform fucking everywhere in America. Um, because they're BTS and we're in love. Okay, I have two more groups. Monster X is the one that I'm really having like emotions for right now after losing Wanho. Um, and just that whole situation breaks my heart. Um, so I'm hoping that they're just okay. <laughs> like that's yeah, because it's it. never easy losing a member, even though like people mm-hmm. want to sit there and paint this person as a villain or the group as a villain or whatever. You have to remember that. These guys spent the last however many years together as a group. And then before that, they were together as trainees and they really do think of each other as family. So I'm just hoping that they're just okay and they're going to do okay. And they're going to continue, obviously, to have success out here in the U.S. because they're blowing up out here. But it just sucks seeing them without him. Um, And then last group, GOT7. Okay, not for nothing. My hope for GOT7 is for them to get the fuck out of JYP. I'm probably going to get some hate and some backlash on that. But JYP is straight comatose on them. He's straight comatose on their talent. But that's a whole issue with JYP and his male-like groups. Because he definitely favors his females more. It's very biased. I've seen it with 2PM. And he's doing the exact same with GOT7. And it breaks my heart because they're so talented and so just amazing and lovable. That's my hope. That's it. I'm done. That's your predictions for 2020. That's my predictions. Well, for EXO, first of all, I fully believe. I'm not ready for Suho to go either because that leaves Becky in as the leader. (laughs) Oh, my God. He is the next oldest, isn't he? Yeah. I'm not ready for him to go. But, like, I'm fully excited for Suho's, for his solo, Jongin's solo. I just want to know what Kai's solo actually, what it's going to be. Because whenever he gets questioned about it, he just is like, I want to bring out something that no one's ever done before. So I'm sitting here like, what? He's trying to pull a Beckin. Like, Be- no, because remember, Beckin was really like, oh, you just got away. And then Beckin came out here on some fuckboy shit. You're so. Like, so I'm just waiting to see what it will be. Because, like, Kajrol has been like, sometimes he's a rapper, sometimes he's a singer. Like, so I just want to see what it is. Um, I fully am looking forward to Beckin's next comeback. I really enjoyed the last album, so and to see Sahun and Chang's next comeback. 
And of course, to see many, 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 many albums from Chen. Because what? He what, he put out two albums in six months. That's what I hope for in the future. Um, Definitely like look forward to seeing Chaeyeol and more dramas and I want to see Baekhyun in a drama again I would love that um I want to see another drama with Kai in it now God 7 I hope that the next comeback that they do that we get to have it come out as it was intended to come out mm. like have their first choice be the leading single versus what JYP wants um, I want to hear more of Bam's music on the albums, or at least give Bam a solo. You've given Jackson how many, and no disrespect to Jackson. I would love to see Bam have a solo album, something with Latin flair, since he's so influenced by that. So either that, or please put those two songs that were featured in the last concert on the next comeback album, please. Thank you. Because those were so good and it got great reception. Yeah. Let JB be a producer for the whole shebang. Album. Thank you. Like, let your artists be great. That's what I'm saying. They not doing it right. Trust your artists. I would love to have JB be like a full executive producer on there. Or at least JB produced the majority of the songs on there. And um, Bam produced some of the records on there too. I would love to see the group with um, Yu-Gi-Oh and JB. I want to see them come back as well. I really, I thought that was great. And, oh, I want Mark and Bam Bam to have their own subunit. Oh, dear God. Like, I want Mark and Bam Bam to have their own subunit because, like, legit, the two of them, I think they work together very, very well. Um, BTS, I'm gonna be honest. I do have that kind of love-hate relationship with BTS because it annoys me that everybody's like, oh, you listen to K-pop? You know BTS. It's like the whole K-pop is not BTS. But from BTS, I would love more solo stuff, like you said. I want to hear I want to hear more RM. I would love to hear more from Sugar and Red Velvet. Um, really sending prayers up for Wendy right now. She's very hurt. So I'm hoping that, you know, she heals and that she's okay and everything and, and that she's fine. And then I want a full album from CL. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Please, please. come And is it just me or is anyone else hoping for 21 reunion now that they basically all yes. left YG and, yes. and there's cheered on CL and I'm like, Oh my gosh, please. This just needs to come together and you guys need to please, please come back together. Honestly, I would love that. Like, and a reunion from 21 would make my whole 2020. I'd be like, that's it. I don't need nothing else like, to happen. Like, we good. <laughs> like, I don't need nothing else to happen this year. That would be amazing. I do look forward to a comeback from Shiny. Like, I love, I love Shiny so much. It's been difficult for me because the whole reason I fell in love with Shiny was Jong Hyung and, um, he's like, no longer with us. Yeah, and it's it's been difficult, but I want them to still continue on and do the thing. Especially after seeing Taemin, like, live. It's just like, it's like, I need more of this. I want to come back from Super M. Yes, I want to come back from Super M. In the year. You know? I also want another comeback from NCT. Yes. I'm, like, so Ooh, yeah. in love with just how great NCT is doing. And I think it's because... 
I've been there since their inception. Right. And I can't say that about many groups that I currently listen to, actually. You know, most of the groups have already been established by the time I started listening to them. So I got to witness NCT's first music video, and now they're just so... Great. Yeah, like they're blowing up, and I'm so super proud of them. More music from Jay Park, more music from Ted Park, more music from Jesse. I want P Nation to prevail, okay? Word. Their their roster is too talented. Like you have legit the queen of ho anthems, Hyanna. You have Jesse, who is like the Korean Nicki Minaj. You have freaking Crush. Okay. Edon's out here somewhere in the middle. We see he he's still new. We don't know. We're gonna see what he got. Yeah, we're gonna see what he got. And then you have Sai. And he's rolled in there like the loving, crazy ass uncle. And it's like, I want them to prevail because they're just awesome. So anyway, that is all the time we have for this week. Thank you again for joining us, Kimmy. Oh, thank you. It was my pleasure. You guys uh a lot of fun to talk to. I can't wait for this episode to come out. Us either, and thank you listeners the collective you so as always this episode will be available on spotify soundcloud and google play and eventually uploaded to youtube in case you want to see our pretty faces and now this is the part that i don't like to do but she does for me because i don't like to do it (laughs) go ahead okay so make sure that you subscribe and hit the button down below hit the bell so that you could get notifications for whenever we upload and make sure that you put it all the time and not because then they'll just show it occasionally you want to see our pretty faces all All the the time time. okay and thank you for joining us for our first episode of 2020 and we look forward to a whole more year of fangirling so bye bye Bye.